Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Cowboys Talk, the Dallas Cowboys discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. As usual, I am the host, Alex Alcazaz, a.k.a. the Bear of Texas. And ladies and gentlemen, the Dallas Cowboys made a trade earlier today that is pretty freaking exciting. The Dallas Cowboys traded for Raiders defensive tackle Jonathan Hankins. And in exchange, the Dallas Cowboys sent a 2023 6th round draft pick. And as part of the deal, the Cowboys also received a 2024 7th round draft pick. Now, as I am as I'm recording this episode, it's 11.23 p.m. It's been such a long day, but you know what? I'm like, I'm going to do this episode before going to sleep. Because, you know, this is definitely some exciting news and the Cowboys talk is all about, you know, bringing the exciting news and telling you the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help me God. So anyway, how I got wind of this news, believe it or not, is that my good buddy, Ricky Litwinkowicz, a.k.a. the Master of Mayhem, the founder and CEO of Paint Train Pipe Bomb Productions and Pipe Bomb Radio, actually messaged me earlier with a tweet by Ian Rappaport announcing that the Dallas Cowboys made the trade. And then, you know, immediately as I looked into it, I'm like, huh, well, this is actually a trade that, this is actually a move that can certainly be extremely beneficial, not only for Jonathan Hankins himself, but the Dallas Cowboys as well. Because, you know, as we know, Jonathan Hankins, you know, he's been around for such a long time, and believe it or not, he's actually somebody that the Dallas Cowboys are actually pretty familiar with, considering that Jonathan Hankins played with the new, played for the New York Giants for a long time. As a matter of fact, Hankins was actually drafted by the New York Giants in the second round of the 2013 NFL Draft. So, you know, he he went on to play four seasons with the Giants, spent one season with the Indianapolis Colts, and and spent the last five years or so with the Las Vegas Raiders. He arrived with the Raiders when they were still in Oakland, but he had been there for half a decade. So, you know, he's he's been in the league for such a long time, you know, hitting about, you know, 10 years in the league. You know, he's a 30-year-old, you know, defensive tackle veteran player. And, you know, I, I think the Cowboys really did make, actually, a move that can certainly be extremely beneficial. So, obviously, part of this move is to kind of help the Cowboys with the rushing defense because, according to Todd Archer of ESPN, the Dallas Cowboys rushing defense has allowed 117 or more rushing yards in five games so far this season. And to further elaborate, the Dallas Cowboys rushing defense is ranked 20th in the league as they allow an average of about 4.4 yards per carry. So, it's really, it's no secret that the Dallas Cowboys rushing defense has been struggling because, you know, we've we've seen it. I mean, we've seen it so far. I mean, the Cowboys had to make a move. They really had to make a move because, especially to help, you know, contain, you know, the opposing running game because later this season, the Dallas Cowboys will square off against the Titans, which means the defense has to go against Derrick Henry. They'll also go against the Vikings, which means they have to, they got to go against Dalvin Cook. And finally, also against the Indianapolis Colts, which, Colts, excuse me, which means they got to go against Jonathan Taylor. Not to mention that on Thanksgiving, they got to face off with the New York Giants, who are unbelievably six and one right now. And Saquon Barkley is actually playing; he's actually having a hell of a season so far. So, yeah. So to say that the Dallas Cowboys had to do something would be one hell of an understatement. So, so the Cowboys, you know, made a move, and I th- and I think this move actually is actually something that can actually work out. 
Now, I understand that Jonathan Hankins is not really, has been having a quiet season so far. Uh, believe it or not, the last time he was able to actually register a quarterback sack was actually back in the 2020 season. You know, Jonathan Hankins had seven sacks back in 2014 when he was still with the New York Giants. And, you know, he's actually been proven, you know, especially this time with the Giants, he's been a run stopper. So, and, you know, not to mention that the Dallas Cowboys know him very, very well from his time with the New York Giants. So the Dallas Cowboys saw the opportunity and they took it. So, <sighs> man. So you know, the fact that, you know, he's six foot three and 340 pounds, I mean, He's already bringing just even more talent and, and more like ins more insurance to an already immense plethora of a loaded defensive line depth for the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, you, you think of all the names that are already right there for the, with the Dallas Cowboys defensive line. You know, Neville Gallimore, Tristan Hill, Demarcus Lawrence, Osa Odigizua, Carlos Watkins, Dante Fowler, Dorrance Armstrong, and of course... Quentin Bohanna, and if Chauncey Goldson as well. And, of course, there's rookie defensive end Sam Williams, who's actually come out of a hell of a game against the Detroit Lions. And, of course, there's Micah Parsons. So so the Cowboys are really, really working on improving, you know, already that that, that very talented and dominant defense. But, but the Cowboys are really focused on kind of basically – Improving the weak the weak side of the defense, which is the run, which is the you know the rushing defense. So now, as far as uh, Jonathan Hankins possibly playing against the Chicago Bears, I don't really know what, what to say about it. I mean, it would not surprise me if if the Cowboys you know once he arrives you know he merely practices and the Cowboys you know have plans to use him this Sunday when when the Chicago Bears are in Arlington to go against the Cowboys because. The Chicago Bears are coming off a 33-14 win against the New England Patriots in New England. And the fact that the Bears were able to register nearly 250 yards on the ground against the Patriots? Huh. Yeah, the Cowboys have to do something. They have to do something. They cannot let the Bears do that to them. Okay? They cannot let that happen. Okay? Now... Hankins, as we know, you know, he's been in the league for a long time. Now, he's in his career, he's got over 300, 360 tackles, 36 tackles for a loss, 47 quarterback hits, and 14 and a half career sacks. So, expectations for this season, I'm not going to basically go to a point where I expect Hankins to get 10 sacks or, you know, like that. You know, my, my expectations is that is, is for the Cowboys to use him and hopefully that, you know, he's able to put up some results. Because you know that that's what we need. I mean, especially results in helping stop the opposing running running game. So, so right now, honestly, all I can say is um, it would not surprise me. I mean, I, I would I would imagine at this point, it's quite frankly a no brainer that the Cowboys will, in fact, you know, have him prepared by the time Sunday arrives. That he's definitely going to be playing against the Chicago Bears. Now, as far as him starting, I. I'm uh, that honestly I doubt it but you know again you know the fact that there's such a brilliant rotation you know it wouldn't be surprising if uh, Dan Quinn kind of literally rotated that defensive line so I mean all that all that plethora is just you know you, you might as well you might as well use them all right you might as well find a way to use all of it so you know again you know I mentioned all all the names you know that are right there for the Dallas Cowboys in the defensive line so 
the Cowboys basically got to stay fresh with the rotation of defensive line and just, you know, basically stop the opposing running game against Chicago and then, you know, and, you know inf- inflict a whole lot of pressure on, uh, on the on Justin Fields and, you know, like that. I mean, I'll save that for the preview for against Chicago, but... You know, but right now, honestly, it's it's so that's it's not just so much about being able to stop the opposing running game, but the Cowboys, you know, by a- adding Jonathan Hankins, you know, it's for the ability to inflict to be able to inflict more heavy pressure on the opposing quarterback and getting to the quarterback more, and most of all, forcing turnovers and you know, and, and forcing some forcing them to, the opposing offense to punt. So, so the Cowboys basically, it's just merely a bus- a business decision, you know, j- just to add even more, just to add another talent to an already talented defensive line. It's especially just to bulk up and you know, kind of do a, a necessary routine precaution, you know, because the Cowboys want to be ready to go. And again, you know, the Bears had nearly two hundred and fifty yards on the ground against New England, and again, all the all the the dangerous running games that the Cowboys have to score off later this season. Derrick Henry, Delvin Cook, Jonathan Taylor, and Saquon Barkley on Thanksgiving. I mean. Cowboys had to do something, and they did. So, it's really all I can say. So, I'm, you know, so I'm glad that Cowboys actually, you know, made a move to really strengthen the, the defensive line depth, and they did it, you know, well ahead of the uh, of the trade deadline, which is November first, and the trade deadline is, you know, at four o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So, you know, with the Cowboys already having a, a pretty decent, a pretty you know, dominant, you know, pass rush. You know that's what's been the problem. So the pass rush has actually been pretty pretty good, but it's you know it's basically against against the run. I mean, whether the runs on the side or you know particularly in the middle. I mean, the Cowboys have strongly struggled with that. So so how how interesting is it that the Cowboys you know have a good pass rush because that's been a problem for so many years and all. And then you know finally from last year with Micah Parsons and all these other players, the Cowboys finally seem to have a decent pass rush going. But you know the running game. Against Dallas, it's just been you know killing them. So yeah, I mean that's true. The, the frustrating part because you know even against Detroit, I mean the run the running game killed us for a bit, but you know it, it killed us really bad against Philadelphia. But it, it's been killing us for most of the season because again, out of five, five out of seven games, nearly 120 yards of rushing was allowed by the rushing defense. So yeah. So uh, I'm kind of I'm not trying to go around, you know, continue to, to repeat myself. I'm just kind of like, yeah, y'all can just basically tell just how worried I am, how concerned I am with, with our rushing defense. But you know, it's it's, not, it's certainly not as concerning as the uh, the offensive coordinator Kellen Moore, you know, with with the ridiculous play calling. But seeing this this move right there, you know. When when I first saw that the Cowboys made a trade, I, I was ex- I was actually expecting that the Cowboys actually had made a move uh, with a cornerback because Jordan Lewis is actually out for the season due to a foot injury. But you know, it, there's actually it, it's, there's actually a whole lot of reports that the Cowboys are expected to sign a cornerback by the name of Kendall Sheffield, who was actually dra- who was actually drafted in the fourth round of the 2019 NFL Draft by the Atlanta Falcons. You know, SB Nation says that the Cowboys are actually going to be signing him to the practice squad. So, so I imagine Sheffield will, will probably briefly be on the practice squad, and then I, and then probably eventually, maybe by next week or maybe by Saturday, he could be pr- promoted and put on the active roster to, to appear and expected to appear a, a, against the Chicago Bears. But that remains to be seen. But but right now, I, I think right now the, the bigger uh, the, the the bigger story is obviously is Jonathan Hankins. So I mean, so right now, again, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick firmly on the fact that he's definitely gonna be 
active for this for this Sunday against the Chicago Bears. Because especially, you know, with, with the Bears, you know, like that, you know, Justin Fields can certainly run around and like that's the, the Cowboys are going to have to play full defense against the Bears, but they're also going to need the offense. But, but right now we're going to have to wait and see how the rushing defense can do against Chicago. And if Jonathan Hankins has a good game, then, then you know, things can go a whole lot better. And then he then, you know, things can certainly improve for him. So and I think the most important thing for Jonathan Hankins, even though he's been quiet so far this season and. The last three years or so with Las Vegas has not been too, truly good. I, I honestly say that Jonathan Hankins has a much-needed fresh start, and for a lot of players, a fresh start is the best thing to ever happen to them in their career, and a fresh start often does more good than it does any bad. So so I think Hankins is going to do is going to do quite well with the Dallas Cowboys. I certainly have have high hopes. I'm certainly excited to see what he can do, and, you know, whatever he does, you know, whatever happens, happens, and... Honestly, I just hope that the move works out well, and I truly believe that the Larry Hankins move, excuse me, the Jonathan Hankins move really has potential to work out quite well, but again, that remains to be seen. You know, you know, before I let you go, you know, all these notes that I have, you know, about, about Jonathan Hankins, you know, play, you know, played football at the Ohio State University, was actually, you know, a prospect that was offered, you know, to play, uh, recruited by Alabama, Florida, Michigan, Oklahoma, and Wisconsin, and I think, you know, honestly, he had intended, he, he originally wanted to play for Michigan State, but unfortunately, Michigan State did not offer him anything, so he eventually went to Ohio State. I mean, maybe, <laughs> I mean, imagine that the fact that Michigan State didn't want him, but Michigan did, but he chose Ohio State over Michigan. <laughs> Man, that, that's got to be something, especially because, you know, he's from Dearborn Heights, Michigan. So, you know, even at one point, I, I think he was actually, he was actually considered at one point the number, 220 pro, the number 20 prospect from the state of Michigan back in 2010. So, so then the, the the dude right you know right from the get go of his career you know back in high school football, this dude has a lot, whole, whole lot of potential and I can honestly say that so far his career has definitely been respectable. I mean he's lasted so long. So now you know, but the way I look at his uh, history, how he he signed with the Indianapolis Colts in April of 2017, signed a three year, thirty million dollar deal, started fifteen games for the Colts. You know. And then you know ended up being ended up getting released in March of 2018, and then eventually signed in September with the Oakland Raiders, and then managed to stay with the Raiders you know for several more years, and was actually re-signed by the Raiders earlier this year back in April, and now here he is with the Dallas Cowboys, and the Cowboys need needed a solution you know needed to do, do make a move as far as uh, solving the issues with the uh, with the rushing defense and. I think Jonathan Hankins certainly can be a a huge piece of the puzzle that can actually help the Dallas Cowboys fix that. And uh, Jonathan Hankins being a pretty big guy, I you know he's actually already been known for being a run stopper. We saw that happen with the New York, when he was with the New York Giants. He can certainly you know break free, you know, put pressure on the opposing quarterback. I mean Jonathan Hankins can do a whole lot more than we know. So again, I'm really excited to see what Jonathan Hankins can do with the Cowboys and. Uh, I look forward to watching him play. And that's all I got to say. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to remind you that Cowboys Talk is proudly brought to you by Fanatics. Fanatics is your number one place for fan apparel. Fanatics offers over 500,000 items from all the top brands from the NFL, the NBA, the MLB, the NHL, and so much more. 
So if you're looking to shop at Fanatics, just find the link in the episode description. You can get your sports merch as well as take advantage of the best deals in the world. And for all you pro wrestling fans, WWEshop.com is now part of the Fanatics experience. So if you're looking to shop at WWEshop.com, just find the link in the episode description. You can get your pro wrestling merch and you can save money by taking advantage of the best deals in the world. And Cowboys Talk is also proudly brought to you by Paramount+. Plus where you can stream live sports as well as your favorite shows from CBS, Comedy Central, Nickelodeon, and so much more. Plans start at $4.99 per month, and you can even cancel at any time. Subscribe now. You can even get a free trial. So if you're looking to subscribe to Paramount+, Plus, just find the link in the episode description. You can set up your account in less than two minutes, and you can immediately start binge-watching your favorite shows. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, Cowboys Talk is available to you on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Thank you all very, very much for joining me this evening, and I will see you all next time.